Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, January 28th, 2016, and this is The Ride. Hey yo everybody! My workday is done, headed home. And I'll tell you what, I'm feeling pretty good. We rocked it today, and I've got plenty to tell you about. Hopefully it will encourage you. I'm very encouraged right now because I've been listening to Smile FM, a sweet station over here on the east side of the state. I think they're all over, but anyway. And uh, so my throat, if it sounds a little bit hoarse, that's just because I've been belting out some Jeremy Camp and Toby Mac and the afters and mercy me and big daddy weave and you know that stuff so you do a lot of that and it not only uh makes you feel good and gets the spirit pumping but it also uh tires out your throat so sorry about that but anyway so here's the deal i learned something today that i kind of knew but i'm going to pass it on to you maybe this is news to you i just want to share a little insight I got today. So here I am working out a problem at one of our customer sites. And it's a problem that it took us three hours last Friday to not figure out. Over the phone, we were on the phone for about three hours on a conference call and couldn't figure it out. Tried everything we could possibly think of. Still no worky. So had to drive to the other side of the state and uh, a coworker of mine and I spent a good portion of today trying to figure out the problem. And I'm not gonna get into the technical stuff of it because you don't care. Heck, I don't even care, partially. <laughs> but, no, I actually I do, it is kind of cool, but for the sake of the story, it's not important. But what is important is this. We were having such a hard time finding the problem. I truly thought we were trying the last thing we could possibly think of. And I was really pinning my hopes on that. And we try it, and instantly we get the feedback that, nope, same old, same old. And I'm, I'm walking back to the desk area after that failure, our failure attempt, and I'm really like, racking my brains but then I got this glimmer of hope and it was almost like okay well now we know that that one thing isn't gonna solve our problem so now we can go nutso and try a whole bunch of other stuff I mean things that are like extreme like we can't break it so might as well try some of these things that we would never ever try and so we did some of that that's not the point I'm trying to get to we did some of that. We found something that actually worked. We found a solution that worked, but it was going to require us to do a lot of work to, because we essentially had to, we found some old program and it worked, but then we'd have to go in and make all the changes since that old program was made up to, the t up to now. And I was leery of that because that was a lot of things that I wasn't sure if we would miss something. You get the idea. 
I'm kind of like, okay, well, I started preparing for all the work that we were going to need to do. Because, hey, we at least got it to work partially. So that was a good sign. And then I tried something else. One of the changes we knew we needed to make to the program. And I made those changes and we put it in place and it broke. And we're thinking, oh man, this is hopeless. Here we had it working and then we put in a change that we knew we needed to do and it broke. And you know, you could at that point just lose your mind or whatever. And then the light bulb came. Because now we knew what, it wor- what worked and we knew the one thing we did that caused it to break. And so that failure was what helped us find the problem because we wouldn't have known it had that thing not broken like that. So then, because we found that failure, we looked at some other thing that we would not have even considered looking at, but it's related to the thing that broke because that's the one thing that we did and it caused it to break. Sure enough, we found that there was one thing not set up right and we thought it was, We didn't even think to look. We assumed it was just fine. But that thing was the problem the whole time. It didn't have anything to do with my program, which is what was the really concerning thing. But it was just a configuration thing somewhere else that just hadn't been done fully. That was it. And once we figured that out, we could fix that. That was all of one minute, one minute to fix that. And then I could download the current program. I didn't have to do any of the work to get the program up to speed and rewrite a bunch of stuff. I could go right back to the one that we were currently running and wouldn't you know it, boom, it worked. And really, in a course of about two and a half minutes, one minute to reconfigure that one thing that was broken, a minute and a half to download the the latest and greatest program, in 10 seconds, to verify that it was working. And this is after a three hour call last week and about four to five hours of work today. No joke, about a minute and a half, or two minutes and a half. So what's the moral to this story? What's the key? Well, the key is don't let a failure destroy you. Don't let a bad test, students, Don't let that destroy you. Use it. You know, if it's happened, it's happened. Use it and learn from it. You might find that that opens up a whole new area of thinking that causes you to be victorious. No joke. I was telling my son this the other day. He's in a writing class. And sometimes he gets disheartened because he gets all these marks on his paper, like on his rough draft. And it's a rough draft, or it might even be a final draft, but it's a draft. The teacher is giving him red marks all over the place, and it's bothering him. And I have to remind him, and I'm reminding you, those are precious and very good to have. Imagine if you're wanting to learn to be a better writer. And the feedback you get from the one who knows how to write is very minimal. It's almost like 
well, gee, I'm not getting what I paid for. I want to get some information. I want to learn what I'm doing wrong. I want to learn what I'm doing right. No feedback is not very good. So every one of those red marks is very valuable. I told them when I was in college working on my master's and we had to write papers up the wazoo. No joke, maybe two papers a week it seemed like. And we're not talking small ones either and they're full full research type papers for the most part. So a lot of work. And I wanted so bad to get a lot of marks that would tell me, hey, you know, you're doing you're doing this wrong. You you really ought to use fewer words here or you should punctuate better here or maybe fewer run-on sentences here whatever it was that I was thinking I might be doing I wanted as much feedback as possible feedback is important so don't despise feedback it's actually what helps you grow I tell my kids this I try to give them feedback I, I hope that they don't feel like I'm overwhelming them or being too critical because I don't think I am I think I'm being a good middle-of-the-road kind of thing but I want them to learn some of the things that they might not learn unless somebody gets in their face and tells them they're doing something wrong and uh, you know maybe maybe that has to be me at times I do it in love and hopefully it causes them to you know be able to mature in, in whatever they're needing to do. Feedback is good. And sometimes that feedback can be negative, but you gotta use it. You gotta use it and value it. And I know sometimes people are very critical, just they're always critical. You gotta learn, you need to learn to judge the value of the information. But if you take an honest look at yourself and, and you get information, that's critical of your performance, whatever it happens to be. You know, pray about it. Ask the Lord to give you the right eyes to look at it. Maybe it's, maybe it's something that you shouldn't focus too hard on. But sometimes it is something to focus on and, you know, address. And you, you can look at that information, that feedback, as a failure on your part. You could. Just remember this. There's not one of us who's perfect. And if you're getting feedback on things, take it as graciously as you can and then use it. It's valuable. In my college classes, I didn't get a bunch of feedback. I'm not saying that my, my papers were perfect, because they weren't. But I was really interested in being able to be a better writer. And the teachers, you know, these are big papers. It's not like they have all the time in the world to read papers. I mean, how boring can it be? You know, they just want to make sure that we have a cohesive idea that we're trying to present. And if that's the case, then, you know, the paper did kind of what it was supposed to do. If I want to get that kind of writing feedback, I should take my papers and let a editor look at them. And maybe I should, now that I'm thinking about it. That would be a good thing to do. Failure. Failure is not... Failure is not an option. You know what that means? It means it's going to happen. Failure is not optional. It's for sure. And so how we deal with it's important. And if, you, if you're hard on yourself, beat yourself up because you make mistakes, 
Oh man, you're not doing yourself any good. I'm so glad today that our test failed because we were able to solve the problem because of it and get out of there at a decent time. And get out of there and please the customer. I would really not like to come home right now not having solved that problem. So thank you, Lord, that I experienced failure so that I could get the success. I failed at a battle, but I won the war today. Thank you, Lord. I pray that that can be your deal when you encounter difficult issues, that you can see it. Not necessarily that God is, you know, making things break so that you somehow learn your lesson necessarily. I don't think it works that way all the time. But when things don't work out the way they're supposed to, it is what it is. You know, make it work. It's like the, you guys remember the Jurassic Park? The first movie when uh, that archaeologist guy was in the helicopter and they were getting some turbulence. So they were trying to do their seat belts. Do you remember this? And he couldn't get his seat belt to work because I think he had two buckle ends and they didn't have the little thing to go in the buckle. So he ended up just tying his seat belt together. Just tying it. Man, if you can't get it to work, make it work. Do something. If you can't get your relationship with your kids to work, do something. Try something radical. Like love them even though they're acting like pests. Or maybe accept their love toward you even if you're acting like a pest to them. (laughs) Shake it up. Do something different. If it's not working, then try something new. Always do it in love. Always treat the other person like you want to be treated. I know that's somewhat cliche, but it's cliche because it works. So failure is not optional. It's a sure thing. I think I might have a few more podcasts tonight. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like the Lord's putting some stuff into me. So with that, I leave you. Stay in the word. Live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And accept failure as maybe just part of life. And see if it doesn't open opportunities for you that would never have existed if everything went the perfect way you thought they should go. And I will see you on the flip.